Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ernest, what's up? Look, today I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind, a real weight on my shoulders. You know, we all have these moments, big or small, that just stick with us. When we don't talk about these things, then they can start to affect our lives in unexpected ways. That's why having a space to express these feelings is so important. I know firsthand the benefits of therapy. It's been transformative for my friends and family. Therapy can help you learn crucial skills like setting boundaries and developing coping strategies. It's not just about dealing with major events. It's also about enhancing your day-to-day -day life, allowing you to become the best version of yourself. So if you've been thinking about therapy, BetterHelp can be a great option for you. It's entirely online, which makes it super convenient and adaptable to your busy schedule. You start by filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can even switch therapists at any time if you feel the need without any additional costs. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EarnYourLeisure today to get 10% off your first month. Remember, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash earn your leisure don't wait don't hesitate head over there now nfts Ooh. reported this on the other day that um 95 percent of nfts are currently worthless uh stark drawdown 
from the glory days <laughs> a few years ago <laughs> those days? when things were running rampant and people were buying board eight yachts for six hundred thousand dollars <sighs> um yeah. so board eight or six hundred thousand um so the nft market looks like it has um i don't want to say collapsed because there are it's, it's not dead completely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, definitely vital signs in a danger area. Danger area for sure. Yep. But we also saw the same thing with crypto. If you really think about it, um, you know, around 2017, 2018, when a crypto crashed, and I probably I don't know the exact percentages per se, but I would say probably around 90 percent of cryptocurrencies were worthless, right? Yeah. But crypto still here, yeah. Ethereum still here, XRP still here, yeah. Bitcoin still here, so. Um, it didn't that didn't destroy crypto. And we also saw the same thing with the dot com boom. I don't think I don't know the exact percentages. Yeah. But a large portion 90% for sure. A large portion of those companies fell apart and fell off the face of the earth. Um, so okay. So what is what does it say about the current NFT market and where are we at with NFTs? Right, I'll just put some context behind the numbers. So we have out of the seventy three thousand two hundred and fifty seven NFT collections. 69,795 have a market cap of zero ether, right? Mm. So not dead, but doesn't look pretty. Of that number, approximately 23 million investors own these tokens with no practical use or value. So mm. dead, no. Trouble signs, yes, but I, I like the comparison that you just said with the cryptocurrency and the dot-com. It's about finding which companies over the next five to 10 years will be the ones that stay around, which ones have practical use, which have functionality that can sustain over time. And so that is, is looks like what has happened here. Um, but I don't think the technology is that. I think that's the key part that people really need to remember is that, yes, that this case scenario has looked gloomy, but the technology, when it's done right, will be here. Mm -hmm. You can go, Ian. Um, I know everyone thinks that I'm going to come on and say, I told you so I'm not. When Jordan hit the game winner in game six over the Jazz, he just shot the ball, let it go in, and went back down court. Um, I'll say this. Too many people copy Board Ape Yacht Club and Crypto Punks as a grift. I know that's a favorite term going around on the internet. Um, number two, I agree that most spaces, when they're not valuable, will draw down 90 to 95%. And my main thing that I was saying in regarding NFTs is that most of them have no value. The underlying technology is amazing, but thirdly, uh, even though some may not want me to say this, a lot of the banks and major institutions were complicit in maybe having this market draw down so that they, they can come in and then put your, their projects on certain pl platforms and allow them to do incredibly well. Um, but the bigger point is like most companies that have no use cases, that have no real world resolution, don't solve a real problem does not speed up revenue top line revenue bottom line revenue does not give you higher net margin does not make the lives better for those in asia united states mexico are going to fail anyway we'll talk about ipos later but i think the bigger macro picture that we're looking at is that when you launch a project or a company at the tail end of a financial boom which was quantitative easing from the time obama got in office until 2021 when they started to tell you that they were going to tighten, you have to know what cycle we're in. A lot of companies did incredibly well just by being in the middle of the 2010, 2015, 2016, 
reign and had six or seven years to run free. Um, but most of these projects, when they were launched, were worthless, if you will. But that's the one thing about the efficient market hypothesis. The companies that are good and projects that are good will stay afloat. Um, the ones that are not will die. And I was talking to a brother at Revolt. Um, the same day when that news was announced, there was an NFT that came out that went out, went out, shot up 95% and has held some value since then. So I think we're just seeing a mass exodus or a mass correction in the projects and or companies that are not doing well. For anyone who thinks that I'm caping, no, I'm not. Um, but there's just not a reason for me to beat a dead horse. Okay. I may get okay. my sledgehammer out at the back half of the show. You said caping or capping? Caping. Okay. We can go yeah. wrong with that. That's when you yeah. throw on a cape. Throw on a cape. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. The, the other part of it was people started looking at the environmental impact of having NFTs, which is something you never hear about when people are making money. And so yeah. you, you hear about the carbon emission that goes into minting. And if you have more projects being minted, the energy that it takes. So that becomes an issue. Um, and then again, it, it the average price, and we can't say dead, right? Because the average price of the the, the board yacht apes are now forty thousand. It's a far cry from the six hundred and the five hundred thousand dollars, mm -hmm. but they're still there. Now the the thing the about this, right? They're still there though. Like a forty thousand dollar value is it's still it's not worthless. But the thing that they have, I guess, to their advantage is that. The technology, like I said, I don't think goes away. And so they can turn it into something that can become incentivized or it can become something where we're having an outing. And if you have it like that, they, they still have that technology. It's just about, is that now worth the cost of analysis that you paid? Probably not. For everyone in the crypto space, I know you're going to say I'm not a crypto expert. That's fine. But when we talk investing, I said the master investor, not the master investor of stocks. I'm going to tell you something that I think would help a lot is to not tell what you plan to do. I can't prove it, but anyone that I talk to in the music industry has not said that I'm wrong. As soon as they started saying that they're going to put artists on these platforms to give royalties to some of the biggest artists, you don't think Universal, Sony, got on the line that label Bad Bunny is signed to and said, hey, let's find a way to kill this market? As soon as that became the narrative, and I love the royalty model, I love the, the fan payment model. I love that everything can be tracked on a blockchain. But when you start to become a threat to one of the biggest industries and exports of our country, you're going to have some pushback. We saw it in crypto in general. As soon as crypto was saying, hey, we're going to take over banking, everybody in banking got together and owned majority of crypto. Even Deutsche Bank, they are offering Bitcoin. In crypto custody, custody services, they currently manage $1.34 trillion. They expect over the next 10 years to get up to $2 trillion if they add Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies to their offerings. So I love the model. As the strike ends with the writers, that's great. But I think these projects have to be a lot more quiet and not tell what they ultimately plan to do. Otherwise, the industry is going to attack you. Am I keeping it clean? I'm doing good. This is great. Right. I, think, I think the technology is more so suited for real life use case yep. like you know having authentic authentication of products that's still something that makes a lot of sense whether it's, it's with sneakers whether it's with painting that's a, that's a that's a real world problem that has still has a, a bulletproof solution has still not been um done so in the art yep. world this billion dollars of things every single year as far as um fake paintings 
yeah. and people that forge uh, signatures of other artists, different things of that nature. So NFTs make a lot of sense because if you have an NFT attached to a painting, then it's a one of one and you can verify that it's real. Um, same thing with sneakers, same thing with any type of collectibles, autographs, whatever. Um, so as far as you always have to be leery when things are solving problems that are not needed. So say that again, because I think most people are going to skip over it. And that's really important. Yeah, that's just business in general. You always want to be leery of you want to invest in you want to you want to fully support things that solve problems. Yeah. Like what I just explained, you want to be leery of investing or supporting things that solve problems that are not really problems. They're not really needed to solve mm -hmm. meaning. So instead of, you know, looking at it from the aspect of this NFT is going to, you know, verify that this painter actually painted it. You just want to have an NFT to show on your TV mm -hmm. as as digital art. Like that's cool, but that's not really something that is paramount to the survival of the human species. Or you just want to just have, you know, a bunch of cool um like highlights that like digital highlights of Michael Jordan dunking over Sean Kent, like, yeah. <laughs> like and it's like that that this is cool, but that's not really solving any problem, right? Uh, uh, just a a monkey that just shows on your phone. It, it's cool to have, but that's not of utmost importance yeah. of solving problems, right? So a lot of people got caught up in the NFT of, from that aspect of it. They got caught up in the, oh, I'm just going to buy this monkey. The hype beast it's, of it. Yep. It's going up so crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's like you you lost the actual utility part of it for just the hype part of it. And the hype is always going to come down eventually, but the mm -hmm. utility is always going to be there. So it's the same thing with crypto. You know, all of those coins and all those projects that was just have no purpose and just, you know, which is there, they yeah. all fell apart. But there's real life application for a lot of these coins. And those are the coins that actually have survived. And those are the coins that probably will survive. So, yeah, just, you know, think about that. And, you know, people buying real estate in the metaverse. Once again, that's, a, that's another that's solving a problem. That's not a problem. Discretionary. Thing. So um, <laughs> you're paying fifty thousand dollars for a house in the metaverse because Snoop Dogg did it, or it's next to Justin Bieber's house, you can rationalize anything in your brain and say, okay, well, this will be the next um, evolution of real estate. And who knows, potentially it, it could be. It's too soon, yeah. But um, yeah. that's not solving a problem. Buying a building in Cleveland, Ohio, next to the Mayo Clinic is solving a problem because yep. there's actually doctors and residents that actually need somewhere to physically live while they're living in on earth and you can provide them housing. That's, that's actually solving a real problem. <laughs> Buying a ranch in, in digital world is not necessarily solving a problem right now. So just think about that when you're investing, that's kind of like a litmus test. Is this solving a, a, a real, real problem? Real problem. Yes. Or is this solving a problem? That's not really a problem. Let me um, run this off to you real quick. When you talk to Robert Smith, Amy, episode last week was amazing. DC Young, Flower, Carlos, Carlos from 85 or Chad. When you talk to Trap, Jeezy, Steve Harvey, Tabidi, uh, Ladoon, when I talk to your dad, has any of them mentioned NFTs? Um, you don't have to like crypto, but if the big players, you know who, Mike Novogratz ain't mentioned no fucking NFTs. He's in a space. Kathy, once she got on stage, didn't mention one thing about NFTs. Now, if I were a creator, I think 
God rest his soul. People should have got with Virgil early and used that to to authenticate some of the pieces. Should have got with Sotheby's. Probably should have got with Mauricio Omansky or somebody in real estate to do it there. But it has to, like you said, solve a real use case. Now, for my creators out there, if you do create a solution, since the market is at a rock bottom, maybe you can provide a solution that will help the real world. So I'm not anti-crypto, but just some projects are dumb. Remy, yeah. my voice. Are you dumb? This yeah. is one of them. Shot the pap and the other. Hold your head. Whoever else. Hold your head. You can't make sense out of nonsense. So that's something to always keep in mind. Like you know, you some you can try to make sense out of nonsense. You can you can you can rationalize. You can, you can, you can, so a lot of people will do it. You can rationalize anything. Like you can if you convince yourself, you can really rationalize anything. But ultimately, it's still nonsense. So don't get caught up in the hype don't try to make sense out of nonsense because trying to rationalize it eventually you're going to realize that it's is really just not it's just nonsense yeah and even though it's an alternative investment make sure you have your core down long-term stocks insurance real estate mm -hmm. primary business before you get to uh nfts the girl who's yum yum all that before you get to investing in only fan girls that you're not talking to and that's the manager make sure that you have your core four down especially as interest rates go up um we have a bunch of geopolitical threats the banking spaces came and took it taking over crypto like if you're an entrepreneur please write this down your job in any business is to accumulate more secrets than anybody else if this was going to be the hit that everyone said that it was going to be you wouldn't yell it out on the internet you wouldn't do it you wouldn't yell it out on the internet unless you were looking for offset, perhaps. Hold your head. Mistake two. <laughs> I'm going to be in New York this week. I know you're tough. I don't want no issues. That's Yo. a mistake two. House arrest. 120 on the cookup. Oh, hold man. your head. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm Hold your Boy. Wow. Yeah. Talking about considerable drawdown. <laughs> Opportunities. <laughs> and the only ops I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Well,